Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. And a good afternoon. Welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan, wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Hope you had a good weekend. Here's what's going on for Monday's show. Parliament is back in session. and The Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture has a list of issues he's keeping a close eye on. The leader of a cattle group explained some of the trade barriers the UK has on Canada. The weather was ideal for the Harvest for Kids Community Combine event over the weekend. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. This is Sask Ag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young. Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. Like back to school for kids, it's back to Parliament for politicians from all political stripes. Today is the first day of the fall session for MPs. From an agricultural perspective, what's old is new again, as it'll be Lawrence McCauley's first sitting as federal agriculture minister since he replaced Marie-Claude Bibeau. Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, Todd Lewis, says it'll be interesting to see how McCauley will handle current ag issues. Certainly, uh, you know, labor is an ongoing issue uh, uh, on farm, you know, temporary foreign workers. Uh, it's not near as big a, an issue here in uh, Western Canada and, uh, you know, in the grain industry, for instance, or, as it is in uh, the greenhouse industry in Ontario, for instance. But uh, it's still uh, something that affects, has an effect right across Canada. I think uh, other things that we'll be certainly looking at is uh the government's going to what they're going to bring forward as far as uh, continuing with the Canadian Grain Act uh, review and uh, the CGC and getting uh, that review underway and completed. I think that's uh, something else we're looking forward to too, as well through hopefully over the next number of months. And I think also, you know, as, as uh, the, the one of the big issues, of course, for uh, the GST exemption on Bill Two Three Four, and uh, with the sitting Parliament sitting, it almost also means uh, the Senate is back in session as well, and we're. Looking forward to getting uh, that, that bill through committee at the uh, Senate and passed into law. Lewis believes with a minority government, private members' bills will get more attention than normal. You know, I think the uh, private member bills and so on uh, that uh, will come forward uh, throughout the session are always interesting. And, and within a minority parliament, a lot of those private member bills can uh, get a lot more traction than they usually do. Uh, certainly the Senate and the soil health study has... Uh, has also been uh, interesting and there'll be consultations going on with that. So I think, uh, you know, going forward here through the uh, through this session into the spring session, uh, 
it'll be interesting, as I say, what what private member bills come through and what gain traction because uh, that's the one one feature of a minority parliament is that the uh, private member bills can really have an effect on uh, on policy, and so it'll be interesting and uh, what's debated at the at both the parliament and senate over the over the next six months. One private member's bill to keep track of is C-294, an act to amend the Copyright Act. It would allow a person under certain circumstances to bypass a technological protection measure to access information needed to make a device or program without consequences. Where we are in the North American market, uh, you know, and certainly even worldwide as far as uh, some of the uh, technology issues and so on in our, in our tractors and equipment and so it's, it's something that uh, the federal government's looking at. Uh, certainly in the United States, we see uh, some states uh, moving forward on some legislation. And uh, so, yes, it's, uh, it's something that's behind the scenes, but also very much so at the forefront for producers that uh, they do have that right to repair. And, and uh, there will be consultations going on, you know, at committee and, and uh, between the manufacturers and so on. And, and uh, producers will have their opportunity uh, to present to those committees. So... So, uh, yes, it's an ongoing uh, ongoing bill, and uh, it's always a moving target. And, uh, you know, as technology changes, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, different opportunities to uh, fix and repair things, uh, it gets more and more difficult. And so hopefully we're going to end up with, uh, you know, legislation that uh, has more of a balance than, than uh, what currently happens on, at the farm gate as far as uh, some of the repair process on, on some of the technology and being able to repair you know, away from the manufacturers and perhaps work on, on it yourself. Regarding livestock issues, Lewis is interested in the Canadian Food Inspection Agency's traceability regulations and ongoing trade talks between Canada and the United Kingdom. That will be the perfect segue into the next feature we have on the show. I spoke with uh, the National Cattle Feeders Association about their campaign, joint campaign rather, called Say No to a Bad Deal. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. We're back with Sask Ag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch for Prairie 6-inch eaves trough size matters. So see Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieevestrough.ca. And brought to you by Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. The National Cattle Feeders Association is among cattle groups saying no to a bad deal between Canada and the UK. Last week, the NCFA, along with the Canadian Cattle Association and Canadian Meat Council, launched a campaign called Say No to a Bad Deal. It calls on Canada to defend its science-based food safety standards and trade talks with the UK. At issue is the United Kingdom not accepting Canada's standards around beef and pork. This has caused Canada to have no access to the island nation, while the UK has been able to export millions of dollars worth of beef here. The chair of the Cattle Feeders Association, Will Lowe, outlined other UK trade barriers Canada is facing. And one of them is a food handling process that we, where we use the Canadian industry and the U.S. industry, for that matter, uses a lactic acid bath or a wash in, the, in these packing plants in the carcass uh, washing, whereas uh, the U.K. and Europe don't allow that process there. Um, lactic acid is a it's an organic compound that's well that's natural to you produce it every day in your in your in your body, and it's uh, 
is a disinfectant, and it's, it's a lot more effective. In fact, scientifically, it's a better system than, than what we used to use, and that was a steam, a steam process that was prone to mechanical failures and, and higher cost and higher maintenance. So the industry here in Canada and the U.S. has adopted a lactic acid bath wash, and, and the U.K. doesn't uh, accept that as, as a standard. There is another big barrier Lowe and the others take issue with. So the second one basically is the use of growth promotants or hormone implants in, in Canadian cattle. And, and it's not that the Canadian industry hasn't shipped product into Europe, and we can segregate cattle accordingly, um, you know, by not having cattle implanted. And it's been a, it's been a process, you know, that's been followed and, and at times used where we're not implanting cattle into, into markets in Europe and in the UK, but uh, again, scientifically not not proven to be a detrimental impact to human health or anything else. So I guess that that one's been ongoing for a long time, but uh, we've been able to work with it. But the industry here, it's a pretty common practice to use to use uh, hormone implants in in cattle production here in Canada and the U.S. The group say until these barriers are removed, they are not supporting a bilateral trade agreement with the UK, nor its bid to join the Comprehensive Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, or CPTPP for short. Should those barriers not be addressed, the groups want Canadian Parliament to compensate producers and processors for the losses that will result. Up next is today's Ag Review. You're listening to SaskAg Today on 620 CKRM. You're tuned in to Saskag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. The bill that would remove the federal carbon levy from natural gas and propane used on farms would result in nearly a billion dollar reduction in carbon tax collected from farmers by 2030. The Parliamentary Budget Officer has issued updated analysis of Bill C-234, which would remove the federal carbon levy from on-farm uses of natural gas and propane, such as grain drying and barn heating, for a minimum of eight years. The report provides updated estimates on the amount of carbon tax revenue the government would forego and farmers would no longer have to pay if the bill is implemented. The annual figure rises from $76 million in 2023-24 to $162 million in 2030-31, coinciding with the Trudeau government's plan to increase the price on carbon emissions from $65 per metric ton in 2023 to $170 per metric ton by 2030. Altogether, the cumulative total from 2023 to 2030 adds up to $978 million. After going into its least acres seeded since 1950, the 2023-24 Canadian flax crop is projected to be at its smallest in decades. Statistics Canada reported in its principal field crop estimates that 267,900 metric tons of flaxseed are expected to be produced in this year's harvest, 
The total not only represents a 43.4% drop from the previous year's 434,175 metric tons, but it would also be Canada's smallest flax crop since 1967, when 238,250 metric tons were produced. This year's Canadian flax crop would also be the second smallest since 1954. For yield, 18 bushels per acre were produced on average, the second smallest since 2005, only ahead of 13.7 bushels per acre in 2021. Last February, StatsCan had projected 500,000 metric tons for the 2023-24 crop, but hot and dry conditions on the prairies and lower prices due to a lack of competitiveness with Russia and Kazakhstan, as well as other domestic oil seeds, limited production. CN and CPKC Rail supplied a combined 92% of hopper cars ordered in Grain Week 6, a modest improvement from the previous week's 91% order fulfillment performance. The small improvement in overall performance reflects a slight decline in performance for CN and a small improvement in performance for CPKC. In supplying 88% of hopper cars ordered on time in week 6, CN saw performance decline from the 89% order fulfillment performance they posted in week 5. CN performance remains below the 90% performance threshold for the second consecutive week and for the third time in the last four weeks. CPKC order fulfillment performance improves slightly, with the railway supplying 95% of shipper orders in week 6 as compared to 93% order fulfillment performance in week 5. CPKC continues its run with now 22 straight weeks with order fulfillment performance above the 90% threshold. Two cargo ships arrived in one of Ukraine's ports over the weekend. Using a temporary Black Sea corridor established by Kyiv, following Russia's withdrawal from a wartime agreement designed to ensure safe grain exports from the invaded country's ports. The vessels are the first civilian cargo ships to reach one of the Odessa ports since Russia exited the grain deal. The two ships will be delivering some 20,000 metric tons of wheat to countries in Africa and Asia. For months, Ukraine, whose economy is heavily dependent on farming, was able to safely export its grain from Black Sea ports under a deal brokered by the United Nations and Turkey to ensure safe shipments. But Russia withdrew from the deal on July 17th, with Kremlin officials arguing their demands for facilitation of Russian food and fertilizer shipments had not been met. And that's today's AgReview. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today's sunshine with some smoke. Winds from the west at 20, gusting to 40 kilometers an hour, high of 27. Tonight, increase in cloudiness early this evening and the smoke sticking around, low of 10. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, then clearing in the afternoon. 
Some smoke again in the morning. Winds from the northwest at 30, gusting to 50 kilometers an hour. High of 18, the low 2 degrees. Sunshine on Wednesday, high of 21, the low 6. Sunshine on Thursday, high of 22, again the low 6 degrees. Sunshine on Friday, high of 22, the low 8. Saturday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. High of 17, 8 is the low. Partly cloudy again on Sunday, high of 18 degrees. Normal highs for this period are around 17. Normal lows, 3. Sun rose at 6.38 this morning. Sun will set at 7.06 tonight. Taking a look around the province in Estevan, 26. Swift Current in Yorkton, 23. Saskatoon, 22. Weyburn, 24. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Conorac at 26.3. Cool spot in Collins Bay at 14.4. In Regina, mainly sunny. West wind at 27 to 36 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 36%. Temperature 23 degrees or 74 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 100.2 and rising. In Moose Jaw, smoke. West wind at 17 to 35 kilometers an hour. High of 24. Again in Regina, it is mainly sunny. West wind at 27 to 36. Temperature 23 degrees. Back in a moment. Shepherd Realty in Regina has just listed for sale 2,318 acres of farmland located in the Pangman Ceylon area. The land has great access along the number six highway and is in an ideal location close to the junction of number six and 13 highways. To learn more about this 2,318 acre parcel in the Pangman Ceylon area, or if you're considering selling your farm or ranch property, call 352-1866, shepherdrealty.ca. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com. I mentioned last week in the resource report, meat giant Olimel is shutting down two more of its plants, one in Quebec and the other one in Ontario. Another 400 workers will be impacted, along with well over a 1,000 impacted by an earlier announcement of a huge plant closure in Quebec by the end of the year. One of the plants shutting down is a pork boning facility, where the other is a poultry plant in Ontario. All of the workers will have an opportunity to relocate to other facilities. So how does the announcement by Olimel affect producers, especially in those two provinces? The chair of the Canadian Pork Council, René Waugh, responded. As you mentioned, it's a, it's a deboning one, so it's further processing. It does not have a direct impact on the uh, starter capacity in Quebec. So uh, as producer, it does not directly impact producers in any region of, of the province. But uh, looking forward, we, as producer, we all hope that uh, the uh, restructuring, restructuring of all will uh, will continue on a good path because we have we are working together with our processors and if they uh, if they are hurt we are in a, we can be also in a batch so uh, uh hopefully that uh the restructuring will bring good news for our as far as the larger plant in Quebec that's slated to close early in the new year, putting a thousand people out of work, Wah is hopeful that ongoing talks to find a new owner for the plant will produce results. 
Right now, uh, there has been uh, various discussions, but nothing that uh, became concrete uh, at the moment. Still, still discussion happening, but I would say that uh, throughout the various discussions that I have been part of, of course, I am not, I cannot speak for a email, but I have spoken with groups or individuals who were interested, who had uh, an interest, and uh, they, uh, they all mentioned the current situation in the pork industry that was, uh, you know, during spring it was a tough time. Now we see good uh, signals that it is getting better in terms of markets, in terms of also of exportation. But still, it, the prospect is not uh, is not completely right at the moment. So it's not everybody who are in a shape or willing a financial, in a financial shape or willing to jump right into a new uh, acquisition. But the discussion are are continuing. Whether there will be a possibility. Uh, the future will tell us, but there are uh, there are discussions that are going on. That's Rene Waugh, the chair of the Canadian Pork Council. Up next is an event over the weekend called Harvest for Kids. We'll recap how that went. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. You're tuned in to Saskag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Looked at Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. In Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com The weather was ideal for the Harvest for Kids Community Combine event on Saturday. It was held on a quarter section west and north of the community of Hepburn, which is about 40 kilometers north of Saskatoon. All the crop inputs and labor were donated, as was the land. This is landowner Artisan. There's 120 of canola, and then there's 14 acres that they seeded to alfalfa. You've got leafcutter bees on there, and I guess it's doing really good. It's looking good, and it also helps uh, for income off the land, too. The canola came in at around 45 to 50 bushels an acre. Thiessen was flipping burgers for the farmers, their families, and other members from Hepburn and area. For my wife and myself, we think that donating the use of the land is the easy part. It's the guys out there right now combining that actually have to, it costs them some money to help out. It's a very busy time and we've noticed over the years that when the farmers come out here to these events, they are so relaxed, they'll sit and visit and, well, I guess we should go combine. Proceeds from Harvest for Kids goes to operate Christian-based camps in Brazil, Cambodia and India. Art and his wife spent a couple of weeks in India back in 2019. Just seeing those kids was just so amazing. It made it so much easier for us to consider keeping on giving to the project. And for $7, they get a week of camp, they get food, and then they get follow-up meetings once a week with snacks. And so the, the food is a big thing over there. The kids get to eat some really good treats. Also in attendance at the harvest on Saturday was Brazilian missionary Marco Marino. He says Brazil also has larger farms, but it lacks the community involvement that he sees in Canada. We have huge farmers in Brazil, but they are in the hand of few families. So uh, in Brazil, I never got to know a farmer that has like three combines and they have like 
more than a million of uh, farmer business because in Brazil, when the farmer is in that situation, they will not get along with people, normal people, because they will be like hiding themselves from people. <laughs> and here they are normal people, you know, you can talk with some millionaires yeah. and it's uh, they are simple as, you know, as me. Or, and so it's it's very different. Marino says more than 8,000 children attend the camps, and that number is growing 15% per year. Up next is today's Market Update. Here's the Market Update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were down in early trading today. Canola is down $17.20 to $704.12 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat is down $8.38 at $3.33.66. The rest remain the same. Durham at $5.14.74, feed barley $2.82.58, chickpeas $10.36.17, flax $5.61.54, lentils $8.67.50, oats $3.10.32, yellow peas $3.82.89, feed wheat $2.23.56. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down 14 cents to $7.75 a bushel. Coming up next is the Livestock Report. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now, here are the latest Livestock Quotes. Heartland Livestock Market Report. It's Brett Jensen reporting from Swift Current Yards. Last week in our regular sale, we had 450 head on offer, and here's how it went. The good cows, they traded from $1.40 to 155 Medium cows were a buck to $1.40. Good bulls, they were 150 to 173 The heiferets and feeding type cows, they traded from $1.80 to 2 Folks are fall run uh, for the calves here. It's filling up quickly. We've got three sales full. There's still lots of room and all some really prime time sales there. Our next pre-sorted calves and yearling sale is going to be September the 28th at 9.30 a.m. The next week will be October the 5th at 9.30 a.m. Give us a call at 773-3174 and get your calves booked in to Canada's source for quality, Heartland Livestock and Swift Current. And now here are the latest pork prices. This is Bill Alford with the Hams Market Commentary for Monday, September 18th. Hams sold 6,000 hogs Friday, selling a range of 210 to 227 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 8,500 head, selling a range of 211 to 226 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, September 16th are Oli West 2020, 210.30, Oli West 2021, 226.40, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 211.06, Ham's Cash, 209.06. Thunder Creek Brickle, 211.89. High Life Cash, 224.42. And High Life Contract, $228.45 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is mixed and four contract prices open lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is down six basis points with a daily exchange rate 1.3526. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.26 cents US. Daily U.S. cash markets are mixed to start marketing week 38, with the Western Corn Belt 62 cents higher, National 26 cents lower, and the cutout adjusted variant down 72 cents U.S. 108 relative to the previous day. 
Cash markets typically see some support developing around this time of year, and this year is no different. Last week's benchmark variations were all less than 50 cents compared to the previous week, but the national cutout-adjusted base improved by $1.15 U.S. 100 weight. The support that developed in the weekly value is in part coming from the value of the cutout, which improved $1.95 between marketing weeks 36 and 37. Lean hog futures are lower to start the week and trading within recently established ranges. The good news is that some support levels are developing in the deferred, so not much further downside is expected. The next bit of market moving news will be released at the end of the month when the USDA will publish the quarterly hogs and pigs report. Up next, the resource report. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the resource report brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Statistics Canada's August Consumer Price Index report is due out this week, and with tomorrow's update, economists are expecting it will show that inflation grew again, about 4%, for a second month in a row. The Bank of Canada held its key interest rate steady earlier this month, but has kept the door open to more rate hikes. They say the recent slack in the economy, including a contraction in the second quarter, will likely convince the central bank to remain on the sidelines. As part of the annual ABEX Awards in Saskatoon, the Hill Companies were inducted into the Saskatchewan Business Hall of Fame. Founded in 1903 as McCollum Hill, the Hill companies have grown and changed with the province with a diversified group of businesses in the marketplace. The Hill companies include a wide variety of businesses from real estate and land development to mainstream and digital media. Harvard Media, the owner of this radio station, is part of the Hill companies. On the markets, the TSX is down 97 points at 20,525. Dow is up 67 points to 34,685. Oil is down 6 cents at $89.96 per barrel. Canadian dollar is at 74.20 cents US. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand SASGAG Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's going to do it for Monday's edition of SaskAg Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.